When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, Fats Domino, another music legend lost, another icon. It just, it keeps going. Gord Downey last week, Fats Domino this week. I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. But you can come in and... I hear you knocking. Go back where you've been. I beg you not to go. Say goodbye. Now you come back to telling all those lies. I hear you not. Welcome to another edition of the Bruins Beat here on CLNS Media Network. I'm your host, Jimmy Murphy, along with my co-host, Joe Gill. And no man-child this week. No uh, man-child. That's, but we that's... will have him on again. We got some good reviews. It was uh, it was a pleasure having him on. I thought I thought the rookie did all right, Joe, in his uh, baptismal Bruins Beat broadcast. Well, I mean, I thought we were like the uh, the mini Avengers. We had uh, Papa Bruin, a uh, Doctor Waffle, and we also had Manchild. So I thought we were going to be the superheroes tonight. But we'll, we'll do the dynamic duo thing. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out next time. But um, look, Joe, we we went over it last week. Uh, you, Anthony, and me, and and, and we've kind of. I mean, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but <laughs> it's already glue. Jimmy. But it, the, the problem is, is is. The idiots want to keep beating the dead horse. Oh, that's unbelievable. And, and I hate I hate to humor them. I almost feel like we really sh- should make a promise to ourselves that this is the last time we try to just bring some sensibility and common sense into yep. the Tuka Rask conversation around uh, the Bruins lately. And, and look, Joe, I, I think, you know, as you and I were messaging, and I, I, I think we're both in agreement. I think we even said this last week, if I'm not mistaken. Nobody's saying that Tuka Rask has been good. Nobody's no. saying that, you know, he can't be better and he doesn't have his flaws. And, you know, Great. he's not even the Tuka Rask he was in 2013. I, I, nobody is saying that. I think... And but, but, he, but he's not a pile of horseshit either. No, and, and, I, and, that, and, and the thing is, is I, I think what we all can agree on, but unfortunately not these blind sheep, and I don't know who the leading sheep is, it, whether it's Michael Felger or it's just some idiot on Twitter. Like, what's the alternative? Okay, yes, fine. Yes, yes, Jimmy. There's no solutions. There's always yeah. a bitch. Let, let it loose right now, my friend. Let me – you rant first and then I'll get into my rant. Well, after the story you told me at UMass Amherst, you let it loose out of both ends. So I'll just <laughs> get it out of my mouth. Okay. Um, here's the thing. Okay, this is one of the biggest um, – you know, people used to give me tons of shit for this when I say Tuca had some games that the defense completely crapped their pants. And then everybody's like, oh, blame the defense, blame the defense. Okay, so Hadobin completely imploded the other night. And it wasn't all his fault. The defense had a lot to do with that against Buffalo. But, of course, you can't use that excuse for him either. If you're not going to use it for Tuca, you can't use it for anybody. Thank you. Just, my whole thing is consistency. 
Consistency, please. If I'm even the game that because I didn't watch the Buffalo game, so basically almost every game that they have lost, I haven't really watched. So I mean, it's a good thing. Um, the the Buffalo game after I saw the highlights, uh, you know, the implosion, and then the game against Vancouver. Even um, when the when the Canucks got back into a made a game, he looked pretty bad on a couple of those goals. Dude, like he's Tim seriously. Thomas. He's Tim Thomas, but without the saves. Yeah, like he put the glove out there, hoping like the hand of God would just get the puck, and he had, he was nowhere near it. He did. I mean, I read that. Dude. You know. I think you read that. Uh, you see that article about you from your boy Calman. Yeah, a couple of days ago, saying if you think Doby's the answer, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, and I don't uh, agree with Matt much. I like I, he'll tell you that. Me and Matt butt heads a lot, but I am a hundred percent on board with what he said in that piece. And I, I oh, urge, I urge these people that that just can't see the light here. Read that. Read that one in Stanley Cup of Chada. By the way, you know, I don't agree with that guy either much too. But he. He made some good points too. I don't know. Maybe the world's freezing over here. I'm agreeing with two people. Well, I, well, I mean, I think the majority of the bloggers or what have you, the people living in their mother's basement, uh, are agreeing with us that it's not all too because he, it's. You like, mean the majority of the people that actually watch the games and watch the highlights and actually pay attention to what's going on and not just oh well that guy said it on Twitter so I should go along with this too. Well, I mean, it's, it's like this is one of the most positions under the scrutin of the uh, you know the, that you scrutinize under the uh, naked eye more than anything beside a pitcher and a quarterback. Same thing, you know what? They're they're the ones who take all the blame, but get you know don't always get all the credit, which is completely horseshit. Yeah. Last time I checked, Tuka does not play defense or score goals, so I'm pretty sure it takes all six guys on the ice to to win a game, right? And the guys on the bench yep. as well, of course. So. My whole problem is, if Tuca sucks, you can hit, shout out and tell him that he sucks. But the thing is, when he does well, you better be there saying he did well because they never come out of the woodwork when he's fucking, uh, you know, playing at elite status. And granted, he's not an elite goalie anymore. I think he's a, I think he's a top ten. He's probably, I would say, five, six, seven. Correct. Okay, around there somewhere. Which I still, last time I checked, there's 31 teams in the league, and I think I would take a top six or seven goalie over number 29. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we can always go with the, you know, we always can throw the stat out there. His save percentage is historic and is one of the best in the last few years anyway. So that tells you something with with a defense that has been a shell of itself since 13. So I, I don't know what else you want from this fucking guy. I mean, I, I, I just, I, I don't know if people just, I, people aren't just trolling me because everybody's hearing it. So it's not just me because sometimes I feel like these people just bust my balls. But the dude does not deserve the shit. The, the big shit sandwich he gets every night. It's it's un fucking believable. Now he's gonna come back tomorrow night. San Jose's not gonna be an easy game for them. San Jose's a big team, a heavy team. They may lose that game, but of course they'll be right back. Hadobin, Venza, he should uh, get play every game. Get ready for it, Jimmy, because it's yeah. coming. You know what Hadobin looked like the other night? He shit. looked like he looked like Denny LaRue when he got like shelled and he was like he's all razzled and they they Denny beat LaRue, him up. Remember, remember remember Denny LaRue in, in slap shot? Denny oh Lemieux, yeah! All right, so so Denny Lemieux, sorry, and so they're in slap. Show. Remember that when they, when the, they came in and they're like, "Look, we're gonna play it clean tonight." It was that final game, and it was all hyped up. It was gonna be a bloodbath, and then the Chiefs come out and and they tried to do it the classy way, and they tried not to fight, and they they got the absolute shit kicked out of him, and he yep. was get, he was getting bum rushed nonstop. And he comes in, and he's got blood spurting. He's, he's a mess, and he's <laughs> you all shit. And he, he, he says, so he's like, I thought about that. I thought about that. He's all, he, he fucking sits. And he's Is that like, your friend? Because you were up in Montreal. You yeah. said better friends. So, so he's having, you know, he's like having a seizure, basically, in a bench. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what Hudobin looked like in net the other day. He sucks, man. He's not, I, mean, I shouldn't say he sucks. Okay. He's not, he's so average. Nobody, he's nobody, and I don't think this, I don't think 
you know, your followers here on the Facebook Live or a lot of the RAST haters get what we're trying to say and what a lot of the RAST defenders are trying. Nobody's defending the way he played. Nobody, and I'm not, even though he was 100% right, but I'm not defending him throwing his teammates under the bus at times, which he, he has well, a problem bullshit. of yeah, doing. I, I agree. I don't bullshit. like that at all. Nobody's defending that. He's right. Okay, I mean, what he said is is a hundred percent true. That that Colorado game, it was like uh, you know practice of two on ones for Colorado the whole game. You know, there was grade A scoring chance left. That's fine. He's right, but he should never throw his team in. Nobody's defending that. Okay. No, it's kind of shitty. He does that right. once. All right, but and and you know, I I told you you forgot, but I'll bring it up. Last night. Montreal comes home after a horrendous road trip. I mean, they're off to like their worst start ever, or one of. They're close uh, to it, you know. No, and, no, no. So, but I'm just saying, like, they, you know, like <laughs> they, last night the Canadians are going into the Belson and first time since that road trip. They know they're walking into a potentially hostile environment. That. They know that you know if they give up the first goal, it's going to be like they're on the road again, and that that crowd's going to turn on them so quick they don't know what happened. Ten seconds into the game, Florida gets an amazing chance, and Price comes up with this huge stop. Stones him. And stones him. Now, I am going to say to all the Raskaders who say, well, he never comes up, he never steals games. Bullshit. Bullshit, Bullshit he never steals games. He stole one, definitely stole one, and arguably two. He kept that series going last year. That series doesn't go six games without two Raskaders. Remember that game, the one that, uh, what's his name, Um, in overtime scored. He's the the reason they got He made some saves that were, may I say it, Jim? Jim I'm going to tell you, I had had the pleasure of of meeting Bobby Ryan last summer, okay? And we have mutual friends, and we met. And he literally told me, he said, we sweep them if not for Tuka Rask. He goes, Bobby Ryan said said that to me, okay? You know, it's... it's on the record now, but it was off the record then. But he said that to me. And I've how had games, so how many games with OT in that series? Five, four? I think four out of six, right? Yeah. And there was one. What game was it? Was it game three in Ottawa that goes to double or triple overtime? And, and Tuca just, he stole it. He stole them a win. Oh, so yeah. He, I remember watching that. Yeah. Okay. And then they gave the now. Uh, shallow the chance to win it. Hey, so, has, Tuka, has he done that in the, in the first few games when the Bruins team defense has completely collapsed? And they're giving up odd man rushes left and right. Has he done that yet? No, he hasn't. But guess what? We're not even out of October yet. Okay? I don't know many goalies that really, you know, steal games in October. And, you know, 10 months later or whatever it is or 8 months later, people are going, oh, yeah, remember that game he stole? No. Okay? Let's see what he does when it counts. And, yes, yes right, these right. games count. But if let's he, settle he... down. Now, would I like to see, and he has it in him. And I think this is exactly what he needs, is what Carey Price did last night. He needs to come out tomorrow night if he Free starts. Effort, yeah. or, and, no, and, and hopefully there's a there's an odd man rush at him, and he makes an amazing save and shuts everyone up. Jimmy, Jimmy, you know what? And he's capable of it. That was good, Jimmy. There you go. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I didn't know, I didn't I, know how dude, long it goes. Honestly, but you were that good, Jimmy. Honestly, I feel like I'm uh, watching a bad sex show online, and the girl's just got a brutal vibrating. I mean, that was that's 
I don't know about that noise. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This just went a new level. <laughs> <laughs> this just, wow. I, I'm definitely going to sleep with one eye open from, from now on, I think. I don't know. I see Jimmy try to call up the, you know, from my house to poke his head in. The leprechaun, the horny little leprechaun. Um, you're fucked. But, hey, good segue talking about the defense. Tory Krug's been a fucking dumpster fire since he came back. Um, Adam McQuaid's hurt. Miller's hurt. Brandon, so Car- Brandon Carlo has been, I, I mean, he, he hasn't been horrible, but he hasn't been anything special either. Well, he's kind of been what he was at the end of last year. He kind of hit a wall. You, you know, And they it, well, there you go. The only guys that have really been somewhat consistent are like Chara yeah. and McAvoy. <laughs> and, yeah. and out of six guys, that's not enough. But there's these two guys that I think, you know, we realized how valuable they are the other night, and, and people blame them because they put their signature on a dotted line of an, of what I completely agree with the naysayers was a complete overpayment for them is Adam McQuaid and, and Kevin Miller. Yeah. I, I don't get the and that's it's just, it's just this happens all the time. Let's face it, Joe. I mean, this is part of sports. The player gets blamed for the GM's mistake. Nobody, nobody is saying that these guys deserve that money. Same but you, can, yeah, right. but, I, mean, I mean, what the hell? If some guy, you, you find me anyone that's listening right now, and you can, you can email me right now. Go to, go to my website email, murphyshockeylaw.net at gmail. Email me and tell me that if you were them, you wouldn't have signed those contracts. Like it's you would have said, okay, thanks, market. give me the money. That's the market. It, it is what it is. It is, I know. It's just, it's the market. Like, Jimmy. When you demand to get paid seventy, eighty thousand dollars, it's not like those it? guys no, but- asked for it and they did a holdout. It was handed to them. They were like, uh, "Okay, maybe uh, Don Sweeney's a little drunk today. I'm just going to take advantage of this. Thank oh, you wow. very much. See you later." I mean, this was. I hate when people blame the play, and it's almost same shit with Ras Joe. I mean, it, yep. that has a lot to do with it too. Is his well, well, here's the, well, here's the thing too: is that. That was the last offseason, like defensemen in at the tail of the regular season during the trade deadline. The ass for like a Shattenkirk, whatever, was just ridiculous. Yeah, but even for stay at home, like Miller or McQuaid, the price has been high. Look at what the the Habs gave Carl Elsner. Look at that. And he's the exact same guy as them with more scoring punch. That's it. You know, it's. Everybody everybody paid ridiculous amounts of of money in trades and and just players. So here's my deal. I don't care what people say. Those guys are valuable. And I was really happy when I that interview I did with Don Sweeney a couple of weeks ago. He went out of his way. I don't know if he was doing it to defend himself, McQuaid, or both. But he went out of his way to sh- say how valuable those guys are as leaders. And, guys, this is a team building. This is a team infusing youth. And they need to establish a culture. They need veterans like that that they can look up to. In the dressing room, they need to see these guys sacrifice. People are like, oh, McQuaid's always hurt. Well, you know what? Good. That means he's doing his job. That means he's going to bat for his team. He's blocking shots. That guy has the biggest balls on the team. And for the well, he, for the mm. people to – yeah, he has – besides Patrice Bergeron, he has the biggest balls on the Boston Bruins. Well, I mean, he had one of the best mullets of all time as well. Um, but just to, to enough, your, I mean, I was never a McQuaid fan because he got hurt all the time too. But to your point now, more than ever the last couple of years, they don't have – as you said, those veteran, those vets in there to really yeah. for the kids to look up to. The guy's going to drop the, the gloves and beat the shit out of somebody. Well, like McAvoy gets you know leveled of a Toronto or any of the kids, right? So or the block point, shots. Like the guy's a maniac with these block shots. 
Oh, God. He, he, he took two when he broke his leg, right? Yeah. By the way, speaking of Bobby Ryan, you see him take one off the hand, he's out for a month, but God bless him. I, people criticize Bobby Ryan saying he's soft. Did they watch him? Like, this is what I mean. Like, people need to really watch the game before they're going to go and spew off on Twitter and social media or at you, wherever they do. It, like, enough of this. Just do some research. Jimmy, That's all we I'm ask. Gonna go, I'm going to go back to this city. And from a sports yeah, perspective, there's a bunch of, of spoiled fucking babies. Yeah, it's I mean, true. We are, we are. I mean, we are. Like, if you're in your 40s, late 30s, probably may, even maybe mid-30s, you knew how bad it was. So, you know, this being the day that the ball went through Bill Buckner's legs. Ugh. Damn you, Jimmy. Damn you. Okay. Probably, oh. literally, I mean, and yeah, them breaking a curse and doing all the winning they've done since has eased that pain. But it's still, it still stings. It's still a hard memory for us, Joe. Oh, dude. D- dude, today, just for instance, today. I, I always saw wonder something. what life would be like if they broke the curse then. You know, dude, I, but- you, you ever wonder in that alter, alternate universe what it would have been like if the Red Sox won it in 86? Dude, I, I had a hard time tonight at my son's uh, ninja class because he is a ninja. Uh, someone was wearing a, a 2007 Patriots AFC Championship hat. I'm like, after they lost that undefeated season... Why would you even wear that hat? I couldn't. I couldn't even look at the hat. But, but when we were kids, we would have been proud of that hat, Joe. Oh, oh, oh God! I wore my eighty. I had my division shirt. I had my uh, when when they went against the uh, Packers. I had I had my AFC Championship hat. Yeah, that was like a big thing to <laughs> Jesus. us. This and is and, and did, did you not come away from that Super Bowl being like, well, you know what? We gave him a game, and maybe if yeah, De- you know, Vinatieri got Desmond, held. If Desmond Howard so doesn't return that, you know, like, hey, you know, it, it was good. It was well, we like eighty-eight nine with the Bruins. They're like. Hey, they play like an all-world, all-time, you know, generational dynasty. They gave it their best, but yeah. you know, it, but you know what I mean. And you felt good about that. Oh, they were Wales Conference championships. Yeah, that's what it was called, people, back in the day. Wales Conference in the, in the Campbell Conference, fuckers. But when they swept Watched the Canadians, division, 1992 the sweeping the Canadians. That's my best memory as a hockey fan. Oh, they that was great. Garden. All right, let, hey, hold on. Let's go through the divisions. Adams Norris. Ah, Patrick. Ah, shit. What's that? Patrick. Patrick, and what was the one in the Smythe. West? Smythe. Fucking, why did they get rid of those names? Best you know, names ever. Do you know what I love, Joe? In uh, When Chris Berman was with ESPN before they became all politically correct. Yeah. Um, when he used the to Norris do. Norris Division. What was the, the thing, uh, yeah, what was the thing he'd do on Friday Packers where he'd make his picks? And all, they call him the Norris Division. Yeah, but what was that little that little segment he did every Friday when he'd give his NFL picks? Oh, yeah, I know. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. So the fastest 30 seconds. Or so, I don't know. But he, yeah, he did. He called every NFL division as if it was an NHL division. Oh, dude, those. God, he was yeah, a diehard Whalers fan, actually, Chris Berman. It, it, yeah. Then you get the Metro, and they change division names every three weeks. Yeah. Uh, it seems it's just it's uh, you know what like I said, everybody's spoiled rotten. I dude, I'm one of those people like, even when the Patriots lost Super Bowl in 07, that that was painful, and when they lost 11, was painful. But I'm like, they did win it three times in my lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But let's let's circle back then. To, to the whole Bruins situation in this yes, whole... Yes, we saw them win. You know, I mean, the, th- the thing is, I think, Joe, like, you have these fans who last year... And look, and this is one thing, you don't agree with me on a lot of my Chiarelli, Julian takes. We totally butt heads on that, whatever. But at least you respect my consistency. And if... What? I think... Well, I don't know, Jim. Wait a minute. Do I respect your consistency? That... No, yes. Yes. Exactly. I agree that I don't respect your consistency. <laughs> You don't respect what I say, but I hope Captain, you respect Captain that Waffle. I stand by my point. No, I stand by my points, dude. Come on. 
I am no, you do, no, you do. But last, last week, the last show was like a Wilmington match. Wilmington, I can't say it. A fucking tennis match, back and forth. <laughs> waffle. All right, but listen, what I'm trying to say, Joe. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is one of the arguments. I think you'll agree, right? When when Julian was here, and when it was getting ugly, and right before he got fired and everything, and then at, like everyone that was against Julian was saying, "We want this run and gun. We want this type of hockey. We want this." Uh, yep. Okay, well, you got it now. But guess what? There's a price. And part of that is defensive breakdowns. And part of that is is Chukaras playing the role of Grant Fuhr. And as, no, I'm not putting him on the level of Grant Fuhr. Oh, don't do that, Jimmy. Not at all. I am not, I would never do that. Grant Fuhr's a Hall of Famer. I don't know if Tuka makes it there. That's yet to be seen. What I'm trying to say is, Joe, this is what's going to happen now. And has Tuca gotten used to it yet? Has he adapted to it 100%? No, not at all. But he did adapt to it as the season wound down and into the playoffs last year. And he gave his team a fighting chance, and that's all you can ask for. Has he done that thus far this season? No. But this this argument where, well, look at the shitty teams that Tuca lost to. Oh, that Colorado and Vegas. By the way! Colorado's pretty good. For all you who said that. Oh, how about Vegas? It's the best expansion start ever in the history of pro sports. Oh, is it pro sports? Pro sports. Wow. What's Not just hockey. Now? They are, as we record this right now, the Vegas Golden Knights, without their number one and number two goaltenders, as we speak, beat the Chicago Blackhawks the night before Did we they? recorded this. And they are 7 1 and oh. So, Jimmy Murphy, I want to thank you. But anyway, going back to the Golden Knight thing, people just got all fucking panties in a bunch. They couldn't understand that it was a fucking joke. It was fun. Like, let's have fun again, people. Let's have some fun. Life is too fucking serious. Too serious. You know what? I had cancer. Life was way too serious then. It's not serious. I don't want to be serious ever again. That was way too serious. That was heavy shit. That's the shit you should worry about. Being sick, not having a job. Shit like that. That's the shit to worry about. Make sure your kids are healthy. Make sure your kids are fed. Do not worry about a fucking guy tweeting. It's stupid as fuck. Well, there's one guy I think we can all worry about tweeting. What's that? We can worry about the leader of the free world tweeting because that's kind of scary. But Oh, that, Jesus Christ. I heard he was fighting with a senator. That, dude, I didn't vote for that fucking clown. Well, this is what we're talking – well, then this is what Tatsu was saying. It's like this isn't just it's the right. fact that all these you – know, you know, us normal citizens are doing this. Our president is like this. You know, like our president dude, acts like, this he, way. Well, we, well, we're not getting into a big political thing. He's pandering no. to his audience. I mean, think about it. He's a very intelligent and oh, a good he's a business. Very intelligent man, think about but our, like our culture's messed up, man. And he's pandering to his. What? Let's let you know. I'm not going to waste my time on that guy. He's exactly. probably going to all kill him. Anyway. Exactly. I want anyway, to get back to the about David Cretchy. Yeah, and, and by the way, you know, you said it, but we actually had a we had to cancel it because we ran over time and we had to start over again. Um, but I want you to get back to what you were saying about the Sharks, too. Do your crazy thing, and then I agree with you. This isn't no cupcake game, and you're exactly right. If Tuka Rask loses tomorrow night, they're going to say, oh, oh, well, oh, he lost to another easy opponent. Again, again, check the standings, folks. The Sharks have actually been pretty damn good this year. So <laughs> Logan Couture is on fire. But, you know, why let facts get in the way of your agenda? Yeah, you know, I completely agree. It's going to, dude, you can almost predict it before it happens now with these fucking haters. I actually I'm going to say Tuka comes out and gets a shutout on Thursday against Oh, uh, you know what? I love that. You know what? And I would drop my pants three, and just move three those nothing, motherfuckers. Three nothing, 26 stops, 
I think the defense also buckles down because they had such a just a disastrous game. I, Cassidy's been harping on them all week. I think yeah. they come out and they, they shut it down. And I like a 3 nothing win for the Bruins tomorrow night. You, you know what I predict? Pain. <laughs> pain. Lots all of right. pain. All right. Speaking David. of pain, David Crutchy's always in pain. Yes. That dude, you know who he reminds me of right now, uh, doing a nice parallel right now, with Donta Hightower of the, of the fucking Patriots? Good talents can't stay fucking healthy. They can't. They just can't stay healthy. And they mean so much to their teams, and they just can't do it. I don't know. Some guys are just damned. they just damned. They always get hurt. They just can't get out of their own way. But Crutchy's like hurt again, and now he's week to week with Harry. I never heard week to week before. Day to day or out indefinitely. So, what do you think but, of Bax going back to center because of this? Do you, do you like that or no? Oh, he, dude, uh, I don't like him. I, you know, I like I, I like David Backus when he was in St. Louis. I loved him on the U.S. Olympic team. I thought we, I was so fucking excited to get him here. I'm still a fan. I was a little disappointed in his output last year, but um, he's not going to be able to keep up with those two kids. That is my problem. I can't see them keeping up with Pasternak and Dabrowski. He can't. He's just—he's too old. He's—he's—he's he's, he's a big dude. He's lumbering. I just don't. I can't see that. I think if Spooner, as much as I hate that dude, was back, I think he would have won with them because he's. Can he's you, I, I'm with you. On, I think Spooner's. I was a Spooner hater, but I, I saw the kid in camp, and I, even though he only had one assist when he got hurt, he's had a great. He—he's—he's he's had a great 200 foot game this year compared to the past. And that's what I've liked about him. It's well, not all right, just a- well, all right, small victories. He's still not – he has not lived up to potential still. No, uh, he hasn't. But I, I like the dedication he put in. You know, it, I, I'm with you there. I, I definitely worry. I don't think he has the speed at all to keep up with them. But I think Bacchus at center, if he can somehow – well, they're bringing the – cycling the puck into the zone. If he can get to the net and get himself in place – and be the big body he is and cause that havoc and presence in front that he could be, this might work really well because, I mean, the ultimate plan, right, Joe, would be, you know, Bacchus is banging bodies in front there, just throwing guys to the side, driving the goalie nuts, knocking him off his game, and then you got the kids sort of zooming around the wing and behind the net. It might be a good combo. We'll, well see what just, happens. You know, and, and, and I look again. I'm going to draw. I know I draw. I drew a reference to the the Canadians on Tuesday and uh, them coming out of their slump with that five. And one of the things that went well for them was they called up Big Michael McCarron, who by no means is a David Backus. Backus has obviously proven way, way more. But I'm just saying, like they they put this big body in between Zerbeck and Galchenyak, two skilled dudes, and that's exactly what happened. It was like he's just you know going in there. Being dirty, getting everybody off their game, and, and these guys were just zooming around, and Gelchaniak actually got a goal. So who knows? Maybe he opens up more scoring chances just having his big body in the middle. Well, jo- Jonathan Tilden from our uh, Big Bad Bruins uh, Facebook Live said, Backus adds nice grit to the second line. He does. Absolutely great. Yeah. Absolutely and, and great. And also, oh, by the way, I thought last week, Manchild, great on him bringing up what he did oh, with McAvoy he's there. I actually great. had a. I had a uh, I, I didn't record it really, but you know, I'll give you the long story short and kind of uh, paraphrase. Oh, is that a I, short joke at yourself? I no, I, I it's. <laughs> <ba-dum-bum>. <laughs> I talked about. Uh, I, I asked him about that video and stuff, and I, I said, hey, you know, this 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 team needs that stuff. And he's like, what are you talking? About? I'm like, well, you know, like I mean, we're talking about, and I mentioned our podcast, and I'm like, you should listen to it, by the way. And uh, I said, um, you know, 
you kind of need that. I think uh, Manchild used it. He had a great word: the integration and, yes. and the veterans kind of easing it and make you know making it fun. And that, it, that it goes back to what we're saying. We just you got to let this culture, you know, become organic and manifest on its own. And that's why I'm not just getting back to the RAS stuff, but just the big picture overall. Like Bruins fans, you gotta you gotta be patient here. You, you wanted this. You want to close out. You wanted yep. to you wanted to go to the future. Well, the, here it is. Here okay? it is. Okay, grown pains. Yep. And this is what it is. Like guys, it's October for crying out loud. Oh, dude! When they lost with the when they lost the uh, the first time they lost, people were jumping off the fucking Tobin. It's yep. brutal. It's brutal, bro. Let, 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 let's let's talk like you said in your uh, U.S. Thanksgiving. See where they're at. Yeah. If they're right. right. If they're seven, if they're like wild card, right in a wild card spot, feel good about it. By the way, uh, I was talking to a GM today. Name dropping. Well, I'm not going to drop his name. I know that. Uh, <laughs> you know everybody, Jimmy. You know everybody. All I know so, is Mary Palmer and her five sisters. That's all yeah, I know. Yes, but you know, don't tell Connor McKenna that. Uh, but he said he brought that up. I, I said on a scale of one to ten. All right, I said. Because I was, I'm trying to dig on what's going on with the Habs, and you know, because that's a market. Dude, I think you have crazy. some kind of weird fetish for the Habs. Well, no, it's it's lot. more as if I can. It's it it's more as if you can get a story there and break it. That's it, it. Obviously, helps me a lot, you know, because it's a big market to break a story, and and I've been following what's going on, and obviously, uh-huh, every, uh-huh. everybody's throwing trade offers at them right now, right? And well, do you think they're toast? I mean, I, I think they still no, come out of this. No, I think they're far from toast. And I also like what he told me. He said, I said, you give me on, I said, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest, how active or serious is Bergevin right now listening to or shopping around for trades? And he said, two. Really? Okay. So. Is is his job on the line? Yes. It is on It's very much on the line. And this is why I respect the hell out of the guy. Most GMs in this situation he's in right now would make the deal for the sake of making a deal and to save his job. And he told the GM I spoke to today, he said, I'm not doing that. I'm only doing something if it 100% makes sense for the now and the future. I'm not going to screw up the, the future of this organization. And he said, I want to I win, obviously, and, you know, like the heat's on, but I'm, I'm not giving you what you need right now. Or what you're do, asking do, for right now. Well, I think that's horseshit because if his job's on the line, he's going to do everything in his power to save his job. Uh, not necessarily because if he believes that the team can come out of it and he thinks that making a panic move will reverse that and set them back even more, he's he's thinking of both things right now. I think that, look, there's a famous saying. All right? If they fire him, he doesn't owe them, owe them shit. There's a uh, famous, why, I mean, There's a famous saying that the Hall of Fame hockey writer Russ Conway told me one time, Joe Gill, he said, when you're losing, they throw you anchors and not life jackets. And right now, everybody's oh, yeah. throwing everybody's throwing anchors at him right now, and he knows it. He is not I'm in a good radio right now. It must be insane. Oh, my God. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> you thought Bruins fans were bad. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, you know what? At least they weren't as bad to price as, they, as people have been the Rask here. You know, you know and, we have and, and I think they're very similar situations. I'm not saying price is the goal. I mean, Rask is the goalie price is, 
but I think they're very similar situations. Jimmy, how many Stanley Cup final games did uh, Carey Price play in? Exactly. Zero? Mm Mm-hmm. I think zero. I think he went to the conference finals once. No, twice. Is it twice? And they Mm -hmm. didn't get there. So he is the best goalie in the world. He is one and two, even though he's playing horrible. But you're, you're telling me a guy who probably, you know, who went to a cup final and was with... Actually, Joe, Joe, you're right. Once. Because it was... Uh, Halak was 2010. Right. They went against... Um, the Flyers. Philly? Flyers, After yes. the Flyers came back in the yes. Bruins. We don't yep, want to go there. Yep. So there you go. Once. Okay, there you go. Halak. And Carey Price was on the team, right? So Halak beat him up. Oh, yeah. Carey Price was hurt. All right. So there you go. So Carey Price is a better talent, you know, as he played on the world stage. He's a champion, no doubt about it. He, his team, maybe it's because his the guys in front of him weren't that good. Yeah, and you know, it, I listen to that all the time. You know that I'm on the radio there a lot, and I'm always listening to my friend Mitch Melnick's show, Joe. And, and one thing I have to say, look, do I think Habs fans are more dumb and asinine and and like off the wall and irrational than Bruins fans? 500 times more Bruins fans. God bless you. You are so calm compared to these. Well, maniacs. that's all they have, too. That's the only okay? show. But all I'm going to say is the one thing I've liked throughout this start that they've done is, yeah, they've said, you know, yeah, Carey Price has sucked. Uh, Carey Price can be better. But not once have they said trade Carey Price. Make, or it's all his, make, or it's all make, his fault. Yeah, make Al Mantoyer, make Al Mantoyer the, uh, the, the starting goaltender, you know? They're... So there's some you, things there's some things you just have to be rational about. And what we're trying to circle back right now is look guys, Tukaras sucks right now. Nobody's arguing that. Not even him. I'm gonna try and get him. We're recording this Wednesday. I'm going to the game day skate Thursday. And guys, I'll try and get it. And if we can, if I can get some good sound from I'm gonna be I'm gonna ask him blunt questions if I can get him. Oh, that'd be I, hot. That'd I promise hot. you. And if we can, I'll add it to this podcast. I know we're recording this now. But I'll add it to that, or maybe Joe and I do an extra podcast. Oh, we'll do an extra for Tuka Love all day. All right, but it, it is a game day. I can't promise anything because goalies game days. You don't want to. You don't want to mess with them. You know, Jimmy. It's always under promise, over deliver, my friend. Uh, no, we'll see how that goes. But yeah. look, I'm looking at the uh, the Canadians' uh, stats. Right, there, there's 16 a negative 16 in goal differential. Do you think that's all Carey Price's fault? I would say no. 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 You know, one team though. Now this, I could really point at the goalie. And I hate saying it because I love the guy. I think he's a class act. I'd love to see him win a cup. He's coming to an end. Henrik Lundqvist is a goddamn nightmare right now. Oh, is he? Well, they, they're not doing too hot either. Right? No, but this is more him. Oh, is he a head case now? Yeah, you should watch, watch a Rangers game and just really focus on his positioning. And you'll be like, whoa. Well, he didn't uh, – he, he, they, they, he lost the uh, – didn't he lose the World Cup of Hockey to the um... – no, they won it. Oh, they won it. Beat Europe. No, right? the World oh, Cup of Hockey. They won yeah. the uh, they won the World Championships. I thought they lost the World Cup of Hockey. I thought they were in the final. Maybe I'm wrong. No, but they won the World Championships, and he actually suffered a uh, back injury and a concussion in the celebration. Jeez. You didn't oh, see wow, that? Okay. My, go, go, go. No. Yeah, yeah. You got to go on YouTube. Michael Neeland, or what, is it? My, that's his dad. Uh, who's a Neelander on uh, Toronto? Oh, I, I know who you're talking about. No, okay. I don't remember that. So he. Goes flying into Lundqvist. And Lundqvist ended up like going to the hospital after the celebration. 
Oh, after the game they won. Oh yeah, my God, that's after they won the gold medal. <laughs> maybe, well, hey, dude, maybe that fucked him up. I mean, no, no why. I, I think he's still hurt, to be honest, but I think his mental game isn't there right now either. Hey, man, if, you know, if, if the Rangers in Montreal finished dead last in the conference, I'd be okay with it. It's weird. I mean, that's, you know, that's the other thing I think we got to talk about, too. And that's something I think, Joe, let's look at it. I mean, let's look at the Bruins schedule coming up, too, because, you know, we hear a lot of the, uh, the football right now, the parody that's going on in the NFL. Well, I mean, Christ, look at the NHL. I mean, just oh, look God, at the last few years, man. How about the uh, how about the uh, Oilers aren't doing well either? They're just struggling big time too. Yeah, and they got the best kid on the planet. And you know why they're struggling? Because they they don't have defense. Goalie or defense or goalie? Yeah, and they overrated Cam Talbot. So they got three games that aren't going to be really easy: San Jose, LA, and Columbus. They could go one and two easily in those three. And if Tuca's in that for those two losses, get the pitchforks and get the torches because okay. they're coming. So, yeah, the Kings are what? Where did the Kings come from this year, huh? Well, I think they're always due to bounce back. I, I think they were too good of a nucleus. So they have too good of a nucleus to suck. Dustin, for Dustin Brown is like a new man. Yeah, I mean, well, you still got uh, Drew Doughty. You still, I mean, um, you know the Bruins. You, call, were, uh, you know the Bruins tried to get Dustin Brown last year. Yeah, it would have been nice. Would have been he, a nice he, piece. He, he vetoed the trade. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, how do we look? Well, he wants well, to bring. He plays. He probably has more of a chance of winning right away with L.A. than well, he, with us. You know, he's probably like, uh, am I going to give up my house here in Manhattan Beach? You know, and I, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't have left Well, he's everything that's bad about hockey because he should play hockey with 75 <laughs> fucking degrees. Even though it was 75 degrees here in October. But who's saying what? Yeah. But, yeah, I, I see the Bruins easily going one and two, man, in the next three. It could happen. I could see the – I think they beat San Jose. They lose to L.A. Columbus, they lose as well. Yeah, so there you go. So this is going to be – you know what I can't – nothing I can't say, and I'm kind of happy finally that, like, the 14 days between games is over because, you know, I like the Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday thing. Let's keep going. Saturday yeah, thing. Yeah, you Let's do, keep- but, I mean, it is good for the guys, though, I think. Oh, no, I heard next month's going to be a bitch, so. Yeah. I yeah. guess it – And that's you know what? what I wonder, too. I mean, not to kind of – we're kind of going sideways a lot here tonight, but – Yeah, that's how what's we with, like what's it. With the NHL, what's with the NHL, like, in that schedule, in too? my God. Wouldn't you, ra- would you rather, like – wouldn't you think the players and the players have a say in this too, Joe? Let's not forget that they have a say in making the schedule. What? Why don't they have these long breaks like in February and March? Dude, they're getting fist fucked in November. Hard. Yeah, but go <laughs> Hard, check, like, dude. You know, February. I, wow. It's got to be TV, right? Dude, one week they have four games. No, but I'm week. asking you, Joe. Why do you think? Why do you think they take these long breaks early in the season when you know you think they're pretty refreshed? They're coming off the summer. Instead of later in the season, I'm thinking it's got to be TV, right? Because they're looking at it. Well, like, I think it's that. There's I not a lot of focus on the NHL in November and December and early January. I think but it's then the when football too. ends, yeah, and then yeah. when football ends, you know, then we want our we want our presence on national TV. So that that's got to be it. I mean, well, but then you could use I mean, these breaks later in the they, season. They made a good point. Like the NFL numbers are down and all that. So maybe this is something that the NBA and the NHL are trying to friggin', um, you know, capitalize on. Yeah, it is um, what it is. But listen, hey, buddy, we're running low on time, my friend. All right, let's wrap this pig up. Yeah, let's wrap this. In a, oh, by the way, Fats Domino, like, I feel like every uh, episode we're talking about a musician dying, but rest in peace, Fats Domino, man. Jesus I, Christ. I, 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 fu- I found my thrill on Blueberry Hill. Let's he, hope Tuka finds his thrill tomorrow night. Right. You know what? He takes his, 
He takes his death metal in his uh, in his in his finished waffle, sticks right up the hater's ass. And he creates he creates a death metal rendition of Fats Domino. Boom. We should. Uh, I think we should outro with some Metallica for, for two. We, we, we will do that, my friend. Don't you worry. Some right, Metallica. Cool. We're gonna come out right Ooh-ka! now. A little Metallica for as the European reporter uh, from Finland uh, during the Stanley Cup Final 2013. Every press conference would be Claude. Let me ask you about Tuka. And that's how he would say it, and it was great. So this one's for Tuka. We'll talk to you later. Joe Gill, Jimmy Murphy, this has been the Bruins Beat. CLNS Network. Talk to you next week. Go And here's a two-on-one for Montreal. Gallagher to put his. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Tukarask stacks the pads left to right and denies Montreal the go-ahead goal. Alfredson got it to the back. Kindle a drive. Knocked out of front. Oh, what a great save. Made by across for Havlak. What a save by Rask. Rask diving right to left. To Rob Kyle Brodziak on the doorstep. Of course, we all know what his favorite tune is. Two cups.